Hello, Zoe. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for joining. It's much appreciated. Hope you're doing well, whatever time of day it is there. It is midday, actually. So from oh, midday. Fantastic. That's um, yeah. nice. It's like a lunch break for you, essentially, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. So what Love time it. is it where you're at then? It is 9 p.m. Oh. It's the time that I book um, these sessions usually. So my kids are both in bed. That's the plan anyway. They're not right now. So it's just like a random say, screen. That? I, I need to know information here. <laughs> no, it works. I'd say like 50% of the time. So it's like I'm just locking the door sometimes so the kids just don't come like running in and whatever. <laughs> yes, uh, I've already had my news. Stay, stay over there. Don't, don't yeah. come. They like to run behind me when I'm on calls. So that's like fantastic. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. It was like early pandemic days when we were just kind of getting in the rhythm of home office. And um, we lived in a different place back then. It was quite a, um, a small apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. Kids are 18 and 21. It's, it's true. <laughs> I was just reading that too. <laughs> I love it. I um, if they're 18 and 21 and they're not, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Not yet. No, quite either the eight and six, just turned six. <laughs> some, some time ago. Yeah, exactly. Close enough, right? Uh, no, but my, my son, when I was in the middle of a, of a, of a telco and um, I was actually talking, so obviously I wasn't on mute and I didn't blur my background because I just, you know, hadn't learned my lesson at this point. And my son was <laughs> in the bath and he jumped out of the bath and just started running around the apartment just screaming penis as, as you ran around. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, as okay. you do. yeah, as you do, right? As you do. Um, so yes, it's I lock the door now, just in case it happens again. I don't know why you do that. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's I could I could see that. Like, you know, my my five year old, my son, he he it's not the exact same, but you know, he's like he tells me when he's going bathroom and what he's doing, you know, not yeah. care at all if I'm talking or yeah. whatever. You know, I'm like, yeah. thanks. Could you like give me a slight heads up? So Yes. The, yeah, the information. That they I remember when I was working as a flight attendant, I was where there was um, a parent before this is before I was a parent as myself and a parent uh -huh. came out of the bathroom carrying the child and the child just decided to announce that to the entire well, actually to its mother, who was halfway down the middle of the plane just shouted, Mom, I just did a really big poo. And I was like, Okay, great. Thank you very much. This is fantastic. Yep. Yep, yeah, that's so, exactly what they tell their mothers. Yep. <laughs> so we've I've started. Sorry, wait, wait, please. hold up, hold up. What? You were a flight attendant. Yeah, I was. That is for... so cool. That was like one of my jobs I wanted to do when I was younger. Oh really? By the way. Oh okay. Yeah, you did not miss much. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I worked for a low cost airline in Europe called EasyJet, and mm. and they have this orange. Um, yeah, orange, yeah, I know. You, yep. you know? Okay. Well, in Berlin. The people who um, who like the I'm not sure what they call the, the the garbage disposal or whatever you want to call mm. them. They also wear orange, like a bright orange, like pretty oh, much wow. the same shade. So sometimes I'd be going to work at like three or four o'clock in the morning wearing this huge orange coat, and someone would try to hand me their rubbish, and I was like, <laughs> why? Even, even if that's even if that's the job I did, why would I take your rubbish? Why would on, like, I the take train? it now? I don't have my truck. Do I have a truck yeah. here now? <laughs> I mean, they're hard to miss, right? It's a big truck. It's not just oh. hiding. <laughs> and one second, like the LinkedIn comments don't show. I'm sorry, I don't know. I've actually, it's weird because it, yeah. last week was the first time I ever actually saw LinkedIn comments showing up 
So I'm not sure how that works. I'm sorry. I shall look into it and investigate. Yeah, uh, LinkedIn always tricks me too because it like says, yeah. you know, Ben, and it shows me the video. I'm like, cool, I'll watch it. And I'm, I'm listening to music. Then I realized like, it was recorded like two weeks ago and it's showing me the recording. And I'm like, but I, oh. <laughs> yeah, that is one of the many, many issues that I have with LinkedIn because by default, you always see like whatever, it's like not recent or like top or something. Yeah. And I, I'm constantly missing. I'm like, oh, that's going to be cool. I'll, I'll look forward to that. And again, yeah, it's, like, it's like, oh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me when I have like been in my twenties when I would always see like you know posters for bands that I would really want to go and see, and it was like a month after the gig had actually happened. <laughs> um, because even in my twenties, I wasn't cool enough to actually go to the gigs I wanted to go to. <laughs> um, exactly. Well, I, I had I had my oldest in bed, so so I didn't go to those things either. So my oldest is eighteen. So uh, my okay. oldest uh, is eighteen. So. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, okay. So you actually have the eighteen-year-old. That's that's. that's uh, I have the eighteen-year-old. Yeah. So she's, you know. Yeah. I still have to tell her mostly, you know. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I love what we just came straight in there with, with with stories about you know our children and the strange things that they do. You know what I mean? Exactly. None of this. None of this introduce yourself. Stuff. I know. That's sorry. Part. I was like, wait. No, 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 it's me. Introduction. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. That's that's far better that way, to be honest. Um, but let's do that now. Um, Okay. Tell us about yourself, who you are, and what you do, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I'm a product manager on the Power BI team at Microsoft. So technically, analysis services, which is obviously in Power BI. So it also includes, you know, uh, our team also does an Azure analysis services and SQL Server analysis services. So very nice. So, and I'm actually very, fun. I'm very new to the role. So I just started in February. Um, and oh really? That, yeah. So cool. before that, I was just doing Power BI work as an independent consultant or in consultancies for many years. So I wanted to ask because um, on the um, the kind of stalking around that I was doing before we uh, before <laughs> I do these things, I was I was enjoying your blog and stuff. And um, yeah, your website, actually, the website that now for some reason I can't access, <laughs> I it just it says bad gateway. That's not a good sign. Um, your, yeah, your my website, website's really, down. Oh, no. Either that or my internet's about to go off and we'll have, we'll have other problems. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I disappear, I'm so sorry. It's happened once before. Um, <laughs> so like the, I think you had one where the other person disappeared, and so then I'll be left here all by myself. Yeah, instead. exactly. Just feel free to just disappear yourself if that happens. Anyway, your website's fantastic. I love all your um, examples of your of your, your well your portfolio essentially. Very interesting. I really enjoyed it, and it came up at an appropriate time because I've been in a bit of interaction on. Um, Twitter the past few days about the visualization side of, of, of Power BI, which I found mm -hmm. interesting. Well, I'll get that in a second because yes, um, how did that happen? Did they come to get you? How did how did you um, end up at Microsoft? I'm sure they just saw your wonderful skill sets and said, please come and work for us. <laughs> well, that would be a lovely story, but actually, so I don't actually, I'm not on Twitter very much. I am on Twitter. You found me on Twitter finally, right? And so one of the people I stalk is up with Christian Wade. So he posted mm -hmm. a link that they were hiring and I was like, I, like, I clicked the link and I was like, that sounds like cool. And I applied. So that's actually how I ended up at Microsoft. <laughs> so the very the, the, the very standard process of you applied for a job and you got the job. It makes sense, really, if you think about it, right? <laughs> so it's not a very exciting story. They didn't, you know, come and, you know, take it. It's an exciting end, though, because you got to work at Microsoft, right? I mean, that's, that, yes. that's a really cool end of that story. Exactly, uh, exactly. Anyway, um, but my point I was going to um, go into was about your um, your portfolio because I really like the um, the examples that you give and you have some very nice, clean reports or, or dashboards, if you want to call them. And reports or dashboards? Reports, right? Reports, 
Yeah, thank you. I'm so I'm so obnoxious, right? One of my colleagues, <laughs> they handed over me a bit of work because they couldn't do it for a number of reasons, and um, it was called the something something dashboard. Yes. <laughs> What's the first thing that I do? I just knock the dashboard off the end and I replace it with report or just nothing at all. Yeah. 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 Like because... I, I think it's I think it's pretty you know. It explains itself there. It's a reported dashboard. But yes, there's a lot of, you know, sales exactly. dashboard, sales report, you know. Yeah. But then, it, you know, it makes sense to call something a sales dashboard or a sales report. But if you like, you need that word on the end. But that's what it is, right? I mean, yeah. it is a report or dashboard. Just call it sales something. Sales. <laughs> How to be better at our business. There you go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Did, did, did we do good? Um, did we do good? <laughs> but how do you I would ask how do you feel about that? Because I mean this discussion about the visualization side of Power BI and um it's always interesting to me because there are so many things that get improved upon in Power BI, so many so many awesome features that get released. And then sometimes you're looking at the visualization pane. And um do you share that opinion? Or you're like, I'm not saying that because I work for Microsoft now, I'm absolutely not there. <laughs> Wait, so what is the question though? As actually, it's I'm not more sure like, I got it. how do you feel about the visualization aspect of Power BI? So, do you think? Uh, do you think? It's, <laughs> do you think yeah, so I, I work for Microsoft now, so I can only say good things. <laughs> um, but yes, but you know, the visualization side is, I think, um, only a part of the story. So software for analysis services. So the power of Power BI becomes you know analysis services and being able mm -hmm. to do all the really cool stuff. You know, all your measures, your calc groups, all the really cool things that you know bring those measures to life. You know, not and including like Power Query. You know, so you can reshape your data to make it. You know, it's, it's such an end-to-end -end experience, which mm -hmm. I think is really cool about Power BI. Um, but for the visualizations, I mean, um, you know, maybe straight out of the box. Does it get the does it does get it, the love it needs the visualizations? Does it get the love it very very yeah, well? So so, um, so yeah so you know maybe so what it's cool about it is you can customize it to any report. You can have those themes like I use a lot of um, numerous themes in my reports, right? And so you know so I can just load that up. All my visuals are already in that kind of format, and then you have like that format painter stuff like that. So. So yeah, so maybe not, you know, directly using exactly what they show up when you first put them in, um, but you have that full ability to kind of go in and customize it to exactly what you want, which I think yeah. is really, really cool. It is. The only thing that I was thinking about this week that I have never really thought this before, I was asking myself, through the options, through the things that you can do, are sometimes, just sometimes, is Power BI kind of promoting bad practice? Mm. I was wondering that, you know? Well, I don't think it's deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's not deliberate. No, not at all. <laughs> like, it wasn't one of our goals. I don't think like, let's promote really terrible graphics. No, that, that wasn't the goal there. Um, you no, know, no, to, no, of course not. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about the other day, you know, and I was explaining to someone like, it's like the pool, right? Power BI is like the pool. You know, you have... A shallow yeah, end pool. for the okay. kid. Yeah, it's like a swimming pool, like a swimming okay. pool, right? So, you know, you're, you're catering to a whole range of skill level audience of mm -hmm. people, just, you know, kids, babies, they don't know how to swim, they're the shallow end. But then you also have like, you know, the, the people who need, you know, the deep end and have a the tallest mm -hmm. diving board and do triple backflips into the pool, you know, mm -hmm. and have all the all everyone saying, yay, you know. Um, so, you know, you have like, you have to kind of cater for like everyone in that scenario, but... Okay. Yeah. But yeah, 
<laughs> this is, this is, this is, I can I can get on board with that answer. I like it. I never thought I never considered it like a swimming pool before. So yeah, well, I'm trying to think of something else where we had like yeah. you know new users versus like you know BI pros you know who've been doing you know analysis services or mm. before that multi-dimensional. You know you got that kind of modeling and that backend experience. You're getting that ready and then distributing that to to hundreds thousands of people at the organization to utilize mm, in creating yeah. reports and stuff like that as well as well yeah. as just you know i just really want to get this stupid chart ready for this next meeting and i needed to have this thing and this thing and this thing and i need it now yeah. <laughs> fair enough yeah i actually had a, a, a nice conversation this week with someone i work with about my someone i work with my boss's boss basically and um <laughs> I was just, um, I was very happy because about a couple of years ago, I, I created a report under duress. Like I will, um, I will create this report. Way to create reports, but anyway. But yeah, yes. because it, they just want lots of tables, like just a report full of tables, 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 tables. And I was like, ah, really? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you're like, why are you hurt me this way? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, are you trying to upset me? Um, but <laughs> then just just this week, they decided, oh, can you like actually decide with this report? Maybe we can update it and put some like like visualizations. And I was like, I can do that. Yes, give it to me. Give it to me. Finally. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's gone full circle. Um, example. Did you choose then? Um, I'm just I'm doing all Deneb. All Deneb. Oh. Yeah, I ref I was like. I'm just gonna. This is the first time I've had a chance to do a report and make, make basically make it 100% Deneb. There's still gonna be lots of tables on there, but the pages that aren't just tables. <laughs> that's gonna be my go. Um, you say pie chart, but yes, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, I have. I will. I will sneak on the odd, the odd pie chart, even though I know the person, like my boss's boss. He uh, he doesn't like pie charts, which I respect him fully for, of course, because it's the correct opinion. But I will mm -hmm. sneak on every now and then because you don't get a chance to use them very often but it's two categories it's pie chart yeah. two categories right yeah it's fine exactly no more than that though and <laughs> um, i've got this is examples of of bad, bad breast practice yes i mean basically i think it makes certain things very prominent i think tree maps i really don't like tree maps at all because people people, people tend to misuse them obviously um yeah pie charts donuts I think they're too like prominent. Ribbon chart is actually my favorite. Which one's a ribbon chart? I mean, it's the one where it kind of has the lines going through. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're okay. I've never ever used one in a report, but I can see. I don't, I don't think I've actually used one in an actual report, but I like them yeah. very much. <laughs> I had a colleague today who was um, going to use a sand key, which mm -hmm. I've never also used in a report. I thought maybe I was I was trying to push the de decomposition tree instead because they're pretty cool. Yes, and it's kind of, so the Sankey kind of shows like where all these guys ended up over here or it's like this way. Yeah. So yeah. I could have been completely wrong. I said like, try that instead. It's a little bit cooler than a, than I think than a than a Sankey. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's just for me. My thoughts were were more what's prominent and the things that you can do. Like when there was this update that allowed you to like rotate the pie chart or something. I forget what that was about. Yeah, you could just oh. wasn't. I'm sure there was an update about six months ago where you can like rotate the pie chart. Maybe that was some kind of like I don't know fever dream. Um, but, <laughs> I have those two sometimes. Yeah, I'm like I swear yeah. that was in here. Like it was it was here, and then someone has explained no, so it's not. And I'm yeah, like, okay, didn't cool. ever happen. It was like a <laughs> Corona thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, so before you at Microsoft, before you mm -hmm. um, you um, applied and got the job, which was the process, mm -hmm. you what were you um, where were you working? What were you working with? What was your like expertise area? 
Power BI. Yeah. Okay. So like the, 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 so yeah. And mostly just like, you know, helping, you know, clients adopt. So I was an independent consultant for a while, um, you know, going in and helping them adopt Power BI, do migration, um, okay. you know, doing reports, that kind of stuff, the whole, the whole thing. Um, and it's something I really enjoy doing, obviously. So <laughs> did you do any like, like the admin type stuff as well? What do you mean? Like, so like the admin side of power, like kind of like controlling workspaces or was it like creating the more analyst side? I'm just curious as to what. Yeah, what so kind of, kind of like the architecture, like, you know, okay. working through like how do you use like the development pipelines, you know, when oh, to cool. use them, how, you know, I did a, that um, video with Enterprise DNA, you know, it's kind of, I tried to do the whole like thing in one hour, which was quite a slog by the way it took me wow. many retakes um so i did like you know you set it up you know how are you going to communicate mm. with people creating a report how are you going to communicate with your intended audience like you know how are you going to communicate mm. with them how are you going to access you know access control like and doing that kind of with that dev pipeline and mm. then having yeah. that app at the end as well and then kind of sharing it back to teams as well um but nice. so yeah so coming in like a lot of times they'll clients need assistance with like uh you know tenant admin options and mm -hmm. settings and what how you know how to set it up and you know turn the xmla endpoint what that does if they want to go premium if they want to do pro those kind of questions cool. um and you know it's kind of setting up that the initial model hmm. and setting up like uh so getting all that data into the model and then also setting up some standard reports and then kind of walking through all the self-service options as well wow so basically Absolutely everything. That's yeah. <laughs> every single. I even aspect. did some embed solutions for a while as well. So you know. <laughs> well, that's very cool. Very and then nice. utilizing kind of the dashboard, the actual Power BI dashboard, you know, and how to kind of utilize that and you the know, actual dashboards. The actual dashboards, yes, the wow. actual dashboards. So pinning those things and like doing stuff like you know filtering by URL. So they have multiple entities and they had the same reports. We wanted to use the same report for multiple entities and doing like. Uh, click-through filtering with the URLs and stuff like that. So there's a lot of cool stuff. That sounds a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun indeed. Do you miss it? <laughs> uh, yeah, sometimes. I mean, I I, was, I love Power BI, so this is fantastic. I still get to work on Power BI, and this time mm -hmm. I get to kind of, you know, work on the features that we're putting into Power BI yeah, and, you know, cool. helping those customers. So there's pain points that I know about and what I've experienced. Now I get to actually say, you know, yay, you know, maybe we should do it this way, that way. And then talking to all these really cool people who make the product. Everyone is very passionate about Power BI. It's fantastic. Um, you know, and so seeing that side of things, um, yeah. it's a little bit of karma, I think. So before I got into reporting, so I was in a different job and you know, we had to do performance reviews and I got this scorecard, you know, from corporate. Yeah. And it's like all these numbers about all my stuff that I had done, you know, like all my performance indicators. I'm like, who comes up with these numbers? How do they come up with these numbers? What are these? Like, how do they even calculate this, you know? <laughs> and I'm like arguing, you know, every little line item on this thing. And then of course, a year later, I'm building them. I'm building these reports and these scorecards and, That's you know, awesome. distributing these from a corporate kind of level. And I was like, yeah, okay. So, so you know, anything I've said you know, about Paris, I'm like, why, why can't I do this? Or why doesn't it let me this? So this stuff, you know, now I'm like, oh, okay. Now That's I've really taken cool. that on. <laughs> That's cool. I like that a lot. To really just see everything from the other side flip so quickly. Yeah. Very nice. Really interesting. 
Is it like, is it, how would you, how would, I mean, it's, it's interesting to, so as a, so how old did you say you've been at Microsoft? Uh, I forgot. Uh, since February. So since February, almost. exactly. So pretty fresh. How is, how do you find the, I'm just really curious, obviously, like how does it with the, um, the learning curve and the onboarding experience, is it kind of, uh, how, how, how do you deal with it? Is it fun or intense or both? Yeah, when it's fun, I feel very stupid. And then, you know, I finally get it and I feel better. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get fired. No, um, but <laughs> that's like any job, right? You yeah. get in there, you're like, okay, you can try to figure, figure it out. But no, it's been fantastic. Um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, stuff onboarding. A lot of, everyone's been very helpful, very, mm -hmm. you know, and your videos have been great. You know, you've been interviewing all my new coworkers. <laughs> so I've been watching these videos. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Now I know this person that's a bit close. better. You know, and then I actually meet them in person and, and actually work with them too. So that's good. Um, nice. But nice. yeah. Yeah, I, I read um, it was a round tweet or something a while ago that was stuck with me and said like starting a new job is really embarrassing for no particular reason. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's like I know nothing. Well, that's it. Kind of expected yeah. to start a new job. <laughs> and that there are so many aspects. It's kind of like, I feel like maybe this is just me, um, but it kind of like you regress to like a school kid when you it's like your first exactly. thing, you're like the new one, like you walk in like hello. I deserve to be here, I promise. <laughs> exactly, please don't kick me out. I, 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 I'm hired. <laughs> Especially if you have that experience. I'm not sure if that ever happened to you. And if you if you ever start a new job and like you have like your laptop's just ready, or maybe the first yeah. few hours you don't even have a have a laptop. You have nothing to do. You have literally nothing, nothing to do. <laughs> nothing at all. At all. It's like what are my responsibilities? Uh, we don't we'll 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 get there in a second. Do you yeah, have access to anything? Also no. <laughs> exactly like i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing here so someone could like tell me yeah no but so it's a little bit different for me a little bit because um because i was con i've been contracting at microsoft for about 15 years prior to this so i'm not like uh, brand new new okay. so so i've you know i've had you know experience with work with different microsoft teams and different product teams mm -hmm. um already as a contractor as this is my first as a full-time employee so um, so, so it's interesting. So, you know, I, I feel bad for my boss. He's like, well, you probably have not seen this one. I'm like, oh no, I've, I've seen that and I've done that. And then I've, you know, I watched that get built. And <laughs> so I've been around for a little bit, um, but it's really cool actually coming back. So I used to live in Redmond many years ago. Okay. Um, and okay. when I first started and then contracting was all remote. So I've been remote for over 10 years. Uh, so very long time, even oh, before COVID. So yeah, when COVID yeah. hit and everyone's like, oh, we have to work remote. I'm like, I was already Welcome doing that. <laughs> so I actually moved up to Alaska for a while. And then I moved to Oklahoma. Yes. And so I actually, um, so I'm originally from Australia. And so okay, when okay. I was 12, I moved to Alaska. And then so I did my high school in Alaska. And then I came back down to Washington. And so, so yeah, so I so went back to Alaska and then was in Oklahoma for a while as well. And then now I'm back in Redmond, which is where I wanted to be. And um, so I'm excited to be back. And so now I get to see some stuff like I haven't been here a while and see the new things. And then going into office, you know, last time I was in office was 10 years ago at Microsoft. And it was very, very busy, you know, lots of people. And then it's kind of like a ghost town when I first got back. So interesting. I, I can't get over the Alaska part, to be honest, because <laughs> I love really cold remote places 
Well, then you would love Alaska. <laughs> I know. I've like, I've just got like, just so much jealousy going on now. Um, I would, and if, as someone I know who lived in Berlin, um, actually from the US, he moved to, after he, he got a job in Alaska a few, a few years mm. ago. And he, on Instagram, he posts these photographs of him, like on these like mountains with his dog. And I'm like, that's not fair. It's just it's too... absolutely gorgeous. Also, absolutely cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, but again, the whole complexion thing. This is the, the cold is where, yeah. is where I belong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have the same kind of complexion. So, but I think I'm I'm done with. I like temperate. Okay. Um, the really hot Oklahoma, really hot Australia, maybe you know a bit much for me. But Alaska was a bit too cold. Um, I lived up. I lived in. Australia to Alaska, okay. <laughs> so that's of A, Alberta, Other places with A. <laughs> True, could be. Whereabouts so, in Australia are we from? Uh, so I was born in Victoria, so okay. and, and around the Snowy Mountains area. And then um, actually, so I moved a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> shocking, I know. <laughs> um, and so I actually spent some time like uh, in the outback on sheep and cattle stations cool. i did some of my school with cb radio like school of the air correspondence um wow. they have in australia and yeah, so yeah. so and then i lived a little bit on the gold coast uh and then on the other side um in northern western australia at a mining quarry <laughs> i think i was in second grade and then in alice springs in the middle um okay. so i kind of moved around a lot even before i left and i left when i was 13. Wow, this is this is pretty well traveled. I gotta say, I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah, so I, well, it's actually kind of funny. I met uh, as a as it was in elementary school, and I went to mm. someone's house, you know, to visit and play. And she said she only ever lived. She was born and lived her entire life, and she was like ten, you mm. know, in this one house. And it blew my mind. I was like. Yeah. You and I felt really bad for her, and I was like, "You've never seen anything else other than this house <laughs> and this city." I was like, "Really, like, wow!" That's awesome. It, was, it blew my mind. At, I, at I was like, I, yeah. "I can't, I couldn't even fathom it." <laughs> yeah, it's such a different experience of, of, of growing up and, and life. I mean, see, I didn't, I don't think I even left the UK until I was like sixteen, seventeen, or something. It was almost <laughs> like my pe my parents moved when I was, I don't know, like eight, but they moved like you know, like two kilometers away and so okay <laughs> great big adventure on the road <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um I, I went i was in australia for a bit i went to alice springs and i think alice springs they have this um is that where they have this um school radio thing that you mentioned i think they have like yeah, a center school, or, yeah. yeah yeah well no actually i no they have it i don't know if they have alice i was in broken hill which is in new south wales okay it was the broken hill school of the air but i'm sure they have them in other places they have a telegraph station Okay. in Alice Springs that may be what Might you're thinking of, but it's yeah. been a very long time since I was there and I was in third grade so okay. I, won't, I won't push you too many for questions I promise it was just one of those <laughs> I remember seeing that type of situation you know I was in Alice Springs <laughs> very nice and I like no I just um it's just really nice to have that experience of like being in different places though and like different perspectives and stuff and there you are now in uh in so where it was it now in um Seattle was what yeah, I was so Redmond just it's Redmond. just uh in the east of, of Seattle. So it's just across the, the okay. bridge there. So but very close to Seattle. Greater yeah, Seattle area, I guess. <laughs> I'll just go this question by Jeff because he's um he, he's he'll, he'll push us back on track. Nice to have a random <laughs> random conversation. I, I, I'm all here for the random conversations and people who come for for Power BI stuff and I forget about that part, you know. Um, yeah, so what, I work what, what product, product 
what oh, part of the product does I work for at MS and who does you work alongside? <laughs> so I work on Power BI team. So I'm in analysis services, but it's part of the Power BI team as well. And, um, but yeah, so I work with like Christian Wade and Pat, all the Power BI people, you know, Matthew, I think was on the call. I saw him, I said, hi. Yeah, so um, yeah, so, so all of the people you see, those are the people I work alongside. So, I, and I work on, on Christian Wade's team, so. Very cool. Um, how is it, have you been enjoying or using the um, new data, data marts at all? Oh, I've been reading, I haven't, I, I, I played around with it a little bit, um, you know, because we had access to it before, I played with it a little bit, but I haven't played around it since it's been released. So I, you okay. know, I think if someone's going to ask me about this on this call, and I'm going to be like, oh, I haven't done it yet. Um, but we're getting tremendous good feedback from yeah. it. Um, it seems to be really popular. I really am planning on, on really checking it out and, and playing with it uh, probably this week. So yeah. it's on my list. <laughs> I, I jumped on it pretty much straight away. I realized I had this um, my my um, my PPU license. It was still on trial. I don't understand that my um, PPU license. It, the trial seems to go on forever. I think. <laughs> why? Why are you asking about this, Ben? <laughs> it's, it's really cute because I swear, God, it's it's been saying like I think it only. I could be wrong. I mean, yeah. does it only actually take the day off if you actually use a function of it? Because I've definitely had my PPU trial for like six months. Like, I'm not even joking. I have no idea. I, yeah, so as an official capacity, I wouldn't answer that, I don't think. But No, no, it's fine. Don't worry. I promise <laughs> everything that you say here is not in any way on official capacity. Don't, <laughs> don't even worry about that. See, That's Darcy's awesome. Got three trials. Um, but yeah, yeah I... I honestly, I don't, I don't know. I have, I have my own, my own tenant that I run sure, all sure. my, you know, portfolio reports are running my own tenant. So that was kind of fun. You know, it was actually kind of neat. Um, you know, I was working for consultancy and I was trying to get them to, you know, give us PPU and I was like, come on, it's just double the cost. Come on, just give it to me. Cause I'm working with clients that are in premium. Yeah. I would really like to be able to play around with it when I'm, you know, not working on their stuff. And, uh, anyway, yeah. so eventually I gave up and I just set up my own tenant. Um, you know, guy in the cube has a lovely video of how to do that for absolutely free. You can set up your own tenant in Azure and, um, and then, you know, then I just pay for my premium PUs for one person. It's ex extremely yeah, yeah. good deal, <laughs> much better than a capacity. I'm like, well, I don't think I can swing five grand a month, but I could probably do 20. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I know my trial ended and I've been paying for it. Um, on on the side there, so I didn't have that same experience of a never-ending trial. So I'm very I'm very jealous now, Ben. <laughs> As Matthew says, when when my trial suddenly ends tomorrow, we all, we all know. So, it would be so Matthew, much, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like checking all my details now. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> as soon as it ends, I will I will buy a buy a PPU license because it is a really good deal. Though. I mean, I was speaking mm -hmm. to um, a couple of people at work about the the possibility of using PPU because it is very awesome. Um, I just need to come up with some more use cases where we we'll actually require it. Um, <laughs> you start doing some, 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 uh, you know, AI stuff, do some, you know, your text analytics in there and then yeah. there you go. <laughs> exactly. Or even if we do, I'll just, I'll just, I'll make up some needs somehow for it. Is it just me or is my camera going really strange? Yeah. It, it's kind of yeah. glitching. <laughs> I, one second. I'm going to switch it off for a second. I promise I'm not actually moving that way. They really started to freak me out. It was like, am I broken? Is, is there something wrong with me? Oh man. There's a lot of comments. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I think to fix it. Hopefully, fingers crossed. 
I was start, I was I, at first I thought I thought I, I developed some kind of strange twitch, and I was like, one second now, <laughs> I would I would definitely be feeling already. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so PBU for sure, I'll get that and I'll buy it myself because it's what's like an X like basically it's like double the price and it's not particularly expensive um, for for pro anyway. And having my own, um, one of the best things I did when I first started using Power BI was just have to buy my own license. Yes. And I did, I did that very early on because I realized that if I wanted to really explore all the different parts of it, and this is about, you know, along back, back in 2017 or so, and a lot of the things that we have now just weren't available then. Um, to be able to understand about publishing reports and how to use workspaces, um, and for the sake of what was it, I think, nine, nine euros a month or something, and it's just... Yep. For me, it's kind of like paying for a course, but like a very, very cheap version of it, you know? Exactly, exactly. You have your own playground. You can do whatever you want. You to, And then for me, it was to, you know, get into those tenant level settings, you yeah. know, the, the admin settings, you know, see what's all in there. How do I do that? You know, what happens if I do this? You know, turning on the XMLA endpoint, read right on and off, you know, being able yeah. to then play around with, um, you know, any kind of visualization, any custom visual. Um, yeah. And I always say it wrong. But I always say chart calculator, but it's charticular, I think. Um, anyway, I cannot say it for the life of me, um, so don't quote me on it. But I love it, and I get to play with it. Yeah, charticular. Yeah. So yeah. There you go. <laughs> but, I, but now I really, I think now I really want to call it chart calculator because that sounds I know, so it much makes cooler. It sense to me, like to say it out it like that was like a chart and a calculator together, but like and and never, merging yeah. it halfway was bothering me. <laughs> I never even thought about that, but it does in a strange way make sense. I like it yeah. a lot, but yeah, yes. And if, yeah, if it's a sort of thing, it's, it's, it's ideal. Um, so I'm hopeful when I, you know, when using PPU, it's exactly the same thing, really. Um, I always like when people talk about when, what they should do when they start using Power BI, I know it's an expense, so you can't really say you should do that, but, um, I always recommend just, you know, spend that, yeah. that, that little bit of money each month themselves to. To use it. Yeah, and I think, you know, and, you know, so you can, it's, you know, and it's really great because you can do whatever you want. And like, mm. I really like that, like, I really like the de development pipelines, especially when I was, you know, especially doing client work and like, I'm very big proponent of kind of like source control and stuff and, okay. and keeping the file, the PBX files somewhere safe. <laughs> it very was very nerve wracking, you know, having them just in the workspace and then you download mm. from the workspace. And I was like, why? No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So. I had I discovered this issue that I had with uh, when I signed on to my, my VPN for work. If I am, if I'm opening the, the PBX and if I, at that moment, if my VPN drops out, it completely ruins the PBX. Like I, it, it's, it's, um, really? yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? I can't think of it. It's, um, but basically I can't be reopened the computer repaired and it, it's only happened to me once where I had no backup and I was just more, it was just ruined. I had, I always back up everything, but I was like, and for me, it's just like, it's the same with, with, with publishing a report, you know, you publish like your, your pre V1, just so you can have it, you just have it somewhere, right? It's, if you yep. need to download it, it's a perfect way to do it. Perfect, but it's pretty good. And yep. uh, I hadn't done that and it was just, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. It was not a, a good moment for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so when I, when I first started using Power BI, you know, mm. and I started using it at Microsoft actually because I was a contractor at Microsoft, so it was, okay. you know we had to use this thing. I don't know if it was pre-release or not, and you know, and I didn't realize, and it might have been before desktop. <laughs> so I was doing everything on the web, 
and you know and so everything was there and it was very frustrating to me so i was like if i make a change and someone comes in behind me and makes a change and then we don't have any kind of backup so then so i always started putting mine in devops repos so because i'm like if not then put in a sharepoint folder with the um was it the draft and the okay. i forget what it's called the version control version control yeah, turned on yeah. so that way and i just do that so before i was doing power bi i was doing excel and so mm-hmm. i would always keep my excel files when a version control sharepoint list you know so when you know someone helpful like my boss came in and did something to my excel file <laughs> and broke it <laughs> then i could just go back and revert to my last one on there so 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 having that kind of control over the files like when i so when i started using power bi and having the pbx file then that that became where I put it in the source control. And it was, you know, I always kept it on the DevOps repo and I started using Visual Studio to kind of keep them in sync. Um, So that I would never be in a situation where if I broke something um, and then also, you know, keeping a copy and then working with the named one. So when I published it it would overwrite, but then I'd have like backup versions, not only for, you know, um, not only for, just in case something goes wrong, but also then I can show comparisons. So I can say, mm. this is what it looked like before, and this is the changes I've made, you know, mm. and that kind of stuff to kind of ch- compare and contrast. Yeah. Interesting. Cool ideas. Cool <laughs> ideas. I like it. But um, I forget who um, we are speaking to a few weeks ago, and I was ta- talking about this concept of um, improving like desktop hardening and improving. Yeah, Yes, I've heard these terms. Okay, yeah, I forget them straight away. And version controlling, improving that sort of stuff, which would be, I mean, it's great the things that you do. I mean, and I've considered doing like an version control and, and, and SharePoint is, makes perfect sense. Um, but to not have to do that would be even better. So maybe that's <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Having it built in is, you know, obviously the goal, Christian, you know, goes with Christian Wade and, you know, he's telling me about that stuff and his hypothetical universes. So, yes, that would be, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. One day we'll get there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, just this thing about you know the biggest heart attacks coming from not de- not being able to find where you save files is an absolute classic when you think you've lost an entire day's work because, um, yeah, this is absolute. Yeah, we've, we've all been there for sure. Yes, absolutely. It's the panic of like, I don't remember anything. <laughs> So I, I know one of the things, um, you know, working, I used to have um, one of the consultancies I worked with, I was uh, the dev manager of a group of uh, BI engineers who would work with different clients. And so, you know, so I was trying to get out these best practices to my team and everything. Um, but sometimes we work on the same project, you know, so mm-hmm. then you had a problem where I edited it and then someone else that had didn't realize I was editing it, you know, so we can use ALM toolkit, which is Christian Wood's ALM toolkit to kind of, you know, compare and contrast. And that was fantastic. And kind of having that built into would be great as well. So that would be very cool. Okay, well, some things to look forward to, right? So you, so you, even, even if you, you forgot can... what you named your file, and you found so maybe you created a folder, and then you created the file, then you saved it somewhere else. And now you have two files, the same name, and you're like, well, which is the one that I created that thing in? Or what did I do here? Did I do something else here? You know, so that, that can get you out of that situation as well, sync them up. The classic one that I've done a few times now is because you know how, obviously, if you're in the, the visual view, the visualization mm-hmm. view, you can't simultaneously look at the data view. Mm-hmm. But with Power BI, you can open two file names or the two, the same file at the same time. You can do that. Yep. 
And I was like, I've got a genius idea. I'll open the <laughs> same file twice. And then I can look at the data view and the visual view at the same time, which in my in my head, I still maintain sounds like a good idea. Where, <laughs> where it falls flat is if you like, you know, if you've got more than one screen, especially if you like switch around a couple of times and it's kind of like, you know, you play that game with the cups and you kind of put the stone under the cup and you've got to guess which one's which. It's like that. <laughs> But like with the PBIX, so you don't know which one is the one that you've made all the updates on and which one is the one. <laughs> There's no updates. Yeah. So if I hit save now. <laughs> exactly. And that, be, that, I think that would be too much for me. I don't, I don't know if I could work in that situation. <laughs> if I was just like a little bit more intelligent, I just create a new page with a big thing that says, this is the new one. Something like that would be so easy to do. But I, I, I lack that level. I, I lack those IQ points to get to that <laughs> level. And so I was just in a terrible thing. Well, I just, I just control S all the time without thinking about it. Like I would mess up that scenario so quickly and yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> Good point. I think I became arrogant with control S because I thought when I first started using Power BI, um, I realized that it didn't crash half as much as Excel. So <laughs> oh my God, I was, yes. Right. And I was like, I don't need to save anymore. And I got out <laughs> of a habit and I was just kind of like this never crashed. And then it, obviously it does crash and you're like, oh, but then it's just because then you're broken all, with, with Excel. It's like literally like every other thing you do is control S. Yes, like I don't know why bolding, like bolding, is like the most like frat like for me. Like I try to bold something in Excel and it like crashes or at least looks really? like it's going to crash. Yeah, I don't know. It's just bolding. I'm like, why, why? I'm just bolding something and it's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it usually comes back if I wait long enough. But yeah, yeah. then well, <laughs> in, in, Power, in Power BI, it's 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 WebView too now, right? That's that's the issue that I've had since WebView 2. It's like, oh, I've had Power BI open for like two hours. But at least it warns you because it starts yeah. to slow down. And as soon as yeah. it starts to slow down, it's like, okay, it's like Power BI is telling me to take a break, you know, save <laughs> it, close it, go and get a cup of coffee, reopen yeah. it. Yeah, so like I, I have like coworkers, you know, my friends, you know, who work in Power BI and they'll like, they leave the Power BI open and then they're like, you know, just log off and like go to sleep and then come back and they have it still open. And I was like, mm. what, what is this? I, 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 mm. I'm like, I can't do it every day. I'm like, I close everything down, you know, shut, restart my computer, make very nice, you know, because you know, now an engine is all in memory. So it's just eating memory. Like it's going to keep it in there. So I was, like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I wouldn't recommend that practice of keeping it yeah. open for yeah. days on end. And like, yeah, it crashed broke and everything was gone. I was like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you were kind of asking for trouble there, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I used to, when, when um started working from home, I really took time and care to, at the end of every day, I would shut my computer down completely, you know, everything, close everything. But yeah. now I don't simply because I, especially since I've started using like Vega Light and Deneb and stuff, I have such an organization of chaos of tabs open <laughs> and I know where they all are. And even though there's like 35 here, another 25 there, if I close that, it's like, I'm never going to find where I know <laughs> these ever again. So yeah, Power BI, I'll shut that down. But my computer, no, it's, it's Oh, it's really? Oh, no, I can't. I, I, I restart every single day, like every single day. I mean, it probably saved my energy bill as well, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the year, I, I, might, I might regret that. I might regret this. 
Yeah, okay. This is, I think it's a bit, you know, people say, and I keep the many things open to, to close down every day, but I feel guilty about leaving the PC on all the time. I feel guilty about it, but I still do it for sure. <laughs> like, I was worried, like, if there's like, because, you know, in Oklahoma, especially, you know, we had a lot of thunderstorms and tornadoes and things like that. So the power would go out. So uh, I also you know, would worry that if I left it on, you know, and then we had a surge or something, it would actually break the computer as well. Yeah, blowing up is always an issue. We don't have yes. that, that sort of stuff. If I had the, the, the concern that my all my computer stuff might blow up, I would unplug it <laughs> very, very often. I can tell you that. Well, well I don't think it will blow up, but I, I don't want it to come any harm to it either. So Okay, fair enough. So. <laughs> you know, I think I was going to say before about, about Oklahoma. It's one of those places, do you know, like, there's this thing where Europeans say that the people from the U.S. don't know anything about, like, European, like, geography, mm -hmm. which is tremendously unfair because people from the Euro Europe tend to know very little about U.S. geography. It's just very <laughs> far, far it's away. Very, very one-sided kind of argument, yeah. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, it's almost like what's, like, you know, what are the U.S. states or where's this? And so, oh. I don't know. I know nothing about Oklahoma other than I think I just make me think of, like, a musical because I suppose the musical Oklahoma. So I just think of, like, carts and, like, stuff. What's Oklahoma? actually like is it like a proper city or <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so yeah so it's right above texas so you know it's mexico yeah. texas yeah. and then oklahoma right yeah. so that's kind of geography ish and then but yeah i mean it's it's very flat there's you know it's, okay it's you know oklahoma there's oklahoma city which is the main city so yeah. but yeah, yeah. i mean sense. that's pretty much all i know honestly okay fair enough so that's it. That's all I got. It's very hot and humid, which is bizarre. That's humid. And it has the Air Force and Naval Base, which there's no water, but it's because Navy has some airplanes. So, so, oh, so that has a Naval Base, but no water, but airplanes. There you go. Yeah, it's a, it's an air depot. So yeah, but yeah. Uh, okay, fair enough. That explains that. Thank you for that information about Oklahoma. <laughs> so that, that's like all, all my information that I know there. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, when I mean, basically, when I came, well, Sorry, when I came to when I came from Australia, right, and so then I had to learn. So all I was learning up until like eighth grade was Australia geography, Australia hmm. history, you know. And then I moved to, um, yeah, exactly, extremely yeah. South Kansas, exactly. It looks like it has a like a pan shape or a pot shape, really. Anyway, um, and anyway, so I moved to. America and I remember when I was getting ready to move to America and I asked my teacher we we're doing human society and its environment one of the classes mm -hmm. we we're doing and I was like why don't we study America they're all oh, they're very similar to us you know it's no point I'm like okay mm -hmm. cool so then I got to America <laughs> and I was like well <laughs> yes and no <laughs> <laughs> we both kind of you know speak English and stuff mm -hmm. but like everything's in miles and um and you know Fahrenheit and mm. you know very different things and then they have the kind of same you know surface area you know like for the country mm. but like there's 50 states versus like I think like seven in Australia <laughs> and so I'm like you know I had to study really hard you know because we do mm. states you know we'd have to do states tests and you know the capitals and the states and and then it was terrible because if I did well mm. then the teacher would be like okay so how come the person who didn't grow up here did better than all you lot who have been mm. here your whole life. It was a terrible experience. Yeah. <laughs> kind of use news as if they can do it, why couldn't you do it? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like the the metric thing's really strange because obviously I grew up in the UK where we kind of do a weird mix of both. Like we 
we do like feet and inches, like all mm -hmm. that, but we, and we do miles, um, but we use Celsius, you know? Um, and then obviously, but my gen, I, I wasn't, I didn't know my, like my own height and metric until I moved to, to, to Berlin, for example, or, or my weight, <laughs> it was all like still very imperial. It was like such a, like a, a strange thing. But the one thing I cannot understand is that I, I do like, I love to bake. Right. And mm -hmm. I'll find this recipe on this website and you're going to, if it's not like a tend to just use the BBC website because it's very to the point. It's like use this, mm -hmm. do that, done, yeah. finish. Exactly. Not like the whole blog article and, oh and the and the video like before I get it. I'm like, just tell me the recipe. Yeah. It's like 15 <laughs> years ago I was traveling. I don't care. <laughs> I want to make a cake. All right. Exactly. Um but then you get to the recipe, you do all your scrolling, close the close all the uh, close scroll them off. It's like you need three cups. I was like, a cup three cups. I was like, what is, I've never, I've never heard this, this weight or oh, unit, a cup before until I started using like, and I, that for me is just uh, beyond anything because what's that? Is that like a strict, do they use cup outside? I mean, not like an actual cup that you drink. I know, of, and like then the you're looking at cupboard and you're like, well, is it this cup yeah. or this cup? Which cup? <laughs> Which cup? It's like, if I just use, it can it be like any cup? Is it magic? If I just use <laughs> a cup, will it just work? Um, really strange. <laughs> oh, man. yeah then you have to have like a measuring cup and i'm like okay cool this is nice thanks <laughs> yeah what's it a metric cup i'm not sure if Dev just made that up but then probably but it's just a, it's a <laughs> i don't know it's like why does all my cakes taste bad because you just use a yeah. random cup that's fine <laughs> i know when i was a kid i was just like, you know, whatever cup i found yep sure this will work yeah. <laughs> and it goes <laughs> that'll do yeah. At the end, at, at the end of the day, I just want, I just want to eat eat some sugar and eat eat some cake. So I just and, and so let's go back to the BBC website and, and I know where I am. Okay. Anyway, all good. Round talk about cakes at the end. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's I, actually kind of interesting about like cake, right? Like you know, because you know all the recipes I I use a lot of recipes from Australia and trying to make the recipes here, and it's a lot different. Like they don't have like self raising flour. You can find it, but they usually just plain flour, and then they add. The baking soda or baking powder, Same in baking Germany, soda yeah. baking powder, and then Venezuela we had like bicarb soda and mm. I forget what the other one was, but and then the self-raising flour and like all this kind of stuff and all is like it's different and it was it's, but it's different but it's enough that I couldn't actually make the cake I wanted and it was very frustrating. <laughs> I can tell you the strangest thing that I still remember from Australia is I was so we're working in this I was working for a bank and. um in this bank, every Friday they would have like a um, like a buffet, or whatever, mm -hmm. and uh, and someone and I forget what I forget what it's called now. Maybe please you can tell me the name of it. It was basically a slice of white bread with some butter on it, and then Ooh. some like sprinkles oh, on top. Fairy bread. It's fairy is bread. It like fairy bread, right? Fairy bread. Mm -hmm. What is that? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's well, happening right now? <laughs> It's just like butter and sprinkles on bread. It's like fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, essentially, it's just butter and sugar, right? I mean, that yeah. does taste exactly. really, really good. Like when you make making your cake mix. That's actually, it happened with my wife a couple of months ago. I was making yeah. the cake stuff yeah. and I had some you, butter you, and some sugar. The butter and sugar. And it's fantastic. <laughs> my my wife had never tried it before in her entire life. Never. Oh, God. Wow. And I was like, try it. And she, she said, oh, it's really good. I was like, yeah, it's butter and sugar. Of course, it's really good. It's like, I could just sit there with a spoon. Um <laughs> Yeah, yep. but the fairy—you know, fairy bread—is it called? Fairy bread, yeah. Fairy bread, yeah. I also get the name of it, which is strange because my surname is Fairy, which is very close to fairy. It should be like very easy. Like my kids, <laughs> it, my maybe kids, why it doesn't stick? <laughs> yeah, 
Maybe, yeah. But my, my, I had to explain to my kids recently that, because obviously their first language isn't English, uh, that their mm-hmm. surname isn't fairy. It's fairy, because like, 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 like a, like a fairy. Like, no, not like a fairy that flies, no, no, like no, a boat, boat that goes yeah. in the water. <laughs> I think they're disappointed. I think they'd rather, have, they'd, rather, they'd rather be the fairy, to be honest, but what are you going to do? <laughs> they're like, hold on, this is this is not the story I've told on my friends, so we're just going to go with this, the magical yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's much more in- interesting for, for an eight-year-old, right? It's like, like <laughs> than a boat. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, the fairy bread. I, I, you know, it's like I realized um, I eat a lot of butter. You know, as a strain. I don't know. Like, I just I love butter, and so. But anyway, I had to cut up butter again because apparently yeah. butter's not that great for you. <laughs> so so I've been great. told, right? I actually I made a conscious choice at the start of the pandemic because. Uh, I thought, okay, what do I prefer? Do I prefer drinking alcohol or eating cake? And I was like, I prefer eating cake. So I just stopped drinking. And I was like, I'll have cake instead of alcohol. Like, who cares? You know? Yep. So uh, like one of you got one of you guys has got to go. <laughs> yeah. Right. So maybe at some point I'll just I'll, I'll skip out cake and put in alcohol again. But I don't think so. It, it's it, it's too much fun to eat all that cake, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, mate, it's been. Over the forty-five minutes, and I, and I don't like lying oh, to, to you. Just say no, no. I'm just sorry. I, I'm sorry for for taking up so much of your time. I know you, <laughs> it's the middle of your day. You're on your lunch break. I don't want to get in trouble with the new boss. And um, <laughs> as people here know, I could talk for a long time about pretty much anything and everything. But I won't take up too much of your time. It's been a pleasure getting to know you, chatting to you about your new job, and to, about you know random stuff that also comes up along the way. So um, thank you. Thank you. And um, everyone in the chat who's been getting involved, it's always much appreciated. It's much more enjoyable to have you here asking questions and kind of listen to me speak about my random stuff. So I'll be back next Thursday as ever. I've forgotten who will be on next Thursday, but I'm still looking forward to it anyway. And uh, if you enjoyed this, maybe click on the subscribe button on my channel. If you're listening to the audio podcast version of this, do whatever the podcast version of subscribing is. I don't know. Um, But either way, thank you very much, everyone. And uh, yeah, take care. Have a lovely rest of the day, wherever you are. And uh, goodbye.